seconds to go. Jaron dribbles into the front court, drives to the bucket, his shot, no good. Put back up and in by Trayvon Scott. Cincinnati by one. Rose from half court. His shot is no good. John... The snap, the put down, the swing of the leg. It is on its way. It is good. Cincinnati wins the American Championship. Here comes Moses. Here comes the quarterback Pearl, looking for a block, and he got it up on the front by Hopkins into the end zone. Touchdown! What a skipper! Called his own number and streaks for 23 for a touchdown for Cincinnati. I hate that intro. The clips I love are it. fantastic. The clips are fantastic. I uh, feel like Aaron doesn't like it because he doesn't know it, so he can't mouth it while it's going on. There's, I mean, you know, there's there's certainly some uh, some recency bias. <laughs> um, welcome back. Pardon the punctuation. I'm Aaron. We got Ed and Jeff. Um, we do want to say. Uh, Thank you for another year of listening to us um, as it is that time of year again to hop on to citybeat.com. Uh, the link is on the bottom if you're watching us on YouTube. Uh, but every year City Beat does a vote for the best of the city. And uh, we are two years running in, uh, what, third, right? Third place. Run strong. Third best. Third best, two years in a row. So uh, it's www.citybeat.com slash best dash of dash Cincinnati dash 2021 dash readers dash choice dash poll hashtag forward slash forward slash. You can also find that link on our Twitter page at PTP Podcast Cincy. I'm sure you can find it on the Facebook page as well. Pardon the punctuation. And uh, we might even try and blast it out a little bit on Bearcat Nation, uh, on uh, the Facebook group Bearcat Nation. Uh, other than that, gentlemen, I think that's all the. Uh, this, oh, one more thing. We are sponsored by uh, some type of partnership. I'm not really sure. Bossman Brands. Bossman Brands. Beard Jelly. Ed, you use it. I think your beard's looking a little, little, little smaller this time around. Well, I did have to yeah. cut the dead ends off because it was definitely getting a little... De- you know, it's winter time, and you got to cut the dead ends off of your hair and, and whatnot. And, and actually really brought out the gray. It almost looks like there's nothing there, but that's just gray. That's just gray. I have no words for any the of that. The dead ends? Well, yeah, you know, like when you get split ends. Get your beard jelly, boss man brands. Ed, what's the, uh, what's the promo code? Uh, promo code ED15. At checkout. So 15% off, correct? That's correct, yes, sir. Makes sense. All right. Now that that's out of the way, uh, biggest story of the week in Cincinnati sports was, uh, I don't even know that it's necessarily 100% confirmed yet, um, but has been put out there as what is supposed to happen, and that is the hiring of Mike Tressel. Love as it. The new hire defensive coordinator. For your Cincinnati Bearcats football team. Gentlemen, what are your thoughts initially of the hiring of Mike Tressel, who comes to us from Michigan State, where he uh, was under D'Antonio before they changed regimes last year, where Fickle was rumored to be going until he 
politely turned them down and remained here as the Bearcat president. I mean, I like it. He's, you know, he and Fickle are familiar with each other, uh, and I trust in Fick. So if uh, he says that that's the right hire to make, uh, then it, I'm good with it. I mean, did coach together at Ohio State, correct? Under his uncle, Jim Trezel. I know that guy. It, like personally? No, you don't. No, not not really. I mean, you got to think that it uh, kind of extends some uh, recruiting territory up into Michigan a little bit, Northern Ohio a little bit more. Oh, certainly, uh, as he had been a thorn in everyone's side, uh, recruiting in the Northern Ohio area with uh, Michigan State. Uh, I did read that there were several high school coaches who said that they uh, – pretty familiar with him local high school coaches that said that sure. they were pretty familiar with him uh that he you know ventured down down this far i mean he does have have a little bit of a uh, background down in cincinnati as a coach as well so correct and if you go listen to my other podcast which is the bearcat bounce podcast on bearcat journal uh you can actually hear the full story of how that all went down between uh, Mike Tressel and his leaving the Cincinnati Bearcats, which did ruffle some feathers with some of the uh, the older Bearcats fans as he uh, when he left with Antonio back in 2006. Uh, apparently, there was some celebrating in the hallways uh, that people just didn't really take the right way. Um, did you guys hear that story? Ed, I know you listened to it, right? Yeah, I listened to it last night. I... I... Like, can we get over it? It was how many years ago? Ten years ago? Fifteen years ago? I mean, let's just let's just get over it. All right, we're we're a different school now. We got different priorities, and, um, and the whole program's entirely night and day different from two thousand six. Let's completely. be completely honest. Well, I mean, you got to think like when he was here that the last time, you know, if it ends up getting confirmed, which I think it's pretty well confirmed that he's. Uh, coming down here, but I mean that was uh, that was kind of like you know the the infancy and beginning of the climb for UC into relevancy in in college football, and he had a chance to jump into a, a bigger and better role alongside the the coach that he came up with here. I don't think you're gonna you can't fault anybody for that. I completely agree. No, I mean, essentially, I know they didn't have the Power Five back then, uh, as we were corrected on Twitter. Um, <laughs> thanks, Joey. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was when we still were in the Big East, back when the Big East still was a football conference, oddly enough. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you had the uh, essentially a, a top six, uh, and then everybody else, and we were still part of that at that point in time before they did kind of merge into this power five uh but yeah michigan state has certainly been a uh, a larger program than cincinnati for the better part of all of our lives uh i would say that the roles have kind of shifted quite a bit in the last couple of years as michigan state's had certainly some issues and uh the, the top of the big 10 is is definitely uh a little different than the bottom of the big 10 although big 10 money is still better than American Athletic Conference money. So at the end of the day, I mean, they have the means to 
better their program a little bit easier than Cincinnati would. So I don't know. It's certainly an interesting hire in the sense that it looked like he had already hit his peak with Michigan State and was kind of on his way down, although the new regime did keep him around as they got rid of a lot of other staff. Uh, so it's it's a little uh, convenient for both sides that we were looking for a defensive coordinator. Fickle has that familiarity with him. He was kind of on a downtrend there at Michigan State. So he was, he, he was what, a positions coach up there? Like they kind of – So I looked they, this up. They took, I, I, I did want to talk about this. He started as a linebacker special teams coach from 2007 to 2014. Uh, 15 to 17, he was a co-defensive coordinator and a linebacker's coach. Uh, 18 to 19, he was the defensive coordinator and the linebacker's coach. And then with the new regime that came in uh, in 2020, uh, he just was the safeties coach. So now he's back into that defensive coordinator role, back at the helm uh, for a defense. And let's be honest. Uh, Luke Fickle is going to have his handprints all over this defense. It's not going to be entire. I mean, you do have to consider that Trestle's defense is a four-three uh, traditionally, so it's going to be certainly some learning for him because I can't imagine they go completely away from the four-three-five that they ran. Uh, or I'm sorry, the the four-two-five that they ran most of this season, um, and just completely shift it to a four-three with the personnel they've recruited specifically for the defense that Marcus Freeman was running. So I'd be shocked uh, if you saw a complete transition. That said, I think you're going to see some twists and turns now that we have Trestle there. Uh, and I think you're probably going to see a little bit of some of that 4-3 peppered in with the defense that we had been running. But I think it's still going to be ultimately Luke Fickle's call uh, as it's been regardless of Freeman being here or um, you know Trestle being here. It was like, I mean, you kind of bring that up. Um, somebody on face twitter brought up i don't know much about him mike trestle or you know i don't know much about him at all but if lucal thinks if lucal wow that's that's lucal and fickle put together lucal so if lucal thinks that he's a good hire then i mean lucal hasn't made any bad decisions lately that i know of so i'm gonna let lucal make that decision and i think that's the name of this episode now i hope you ever refer to him as lucal that's what i'm calling him from now on lucal no, no, on the computer. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, but it it's not like you know necessarily like the I don't know like the sexy pick. Like right. you, know, you didn't get, but well, because Chris Ash would have been the sexy pick, but Chris Ash was gone to Urban Myers. Right? Yeah, he's he's part of the Jacksonville Jaguars staff now as. And you saw almost as soon as that happened, I think it was roughly within 24 hours later that you had rumors going out there um, from national talking heads, uh, or at least uh, national beat writers and such, that uh, a deal was about to be moved on uh, for Trestle. So I think that that was, we were waiting on on Chris Ash for that next domino to fall. So we got our number two guy. Um, And Chad did kick around the idea uh, in last night's podcast that... um, I, apparently there were some whispers, at least. Uh, I don't know if there was a whole lot to it, but there were certainly some whispers to if we didn't get the guy that Luke Fickle was looking for, and I don't know how far down on the list that went, but maybe Luke just takes over as a defensive coordinator for a year. And I think that would have been something to see. It would have been interesting. I don't think – I mean, he's a defensive-minded guy. Uh, I think he could have handled it. Uh, but Probably. 
couldn't be couldn't be any worse than uh, Zach Taylor running the offense for the Bengals. Oh, good lord! <laughs> oh, don't go there. Not now. I, I too early. To say it would have been a lot better than that, but I can't believe we ever compared him to the actual Coach Taylor. And that's a, that's bad on us. Our bad. <laughs> so, I think we can all say that we're uh, cautiously optimistic about the hire at the very least. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll, let, I'll uh, let it work out. I mean, yeah. Anything else to say about the uh, the story from two thousand six? No, it's I, water I under the bridge. I don't, I don't think it's even worthy think, of being called a story. It's, do you think he deserves to offer an apology? No, as part of, as part of his uh, no press conference coming in. Absolutely no. not. I think that it might come up. I think, oh, I think that it's stupid. I, I'm I'm here to tell you right now that if for whatever reason Luke Fickle left here and gutted the entire staff and Brian Kelly left Notre Dame and came back, I wouldn't even expect him to give an apology. No. That's that's how little I care about people that decide that make decisions based for their the betterment of themselves. In their career. So, so let's take a school that isn't very close, but a school that Luke's name's been connected with for entirely too long, only because Mike Bone went there. But say Luke and his whole staff left and went to USC with the Trojans. And you had a coach running around in the hallways celebrating the fact that he was moving into the Pac-12, going to SoCal, excited about that move, and just jubilant about the fact that he was going with Coach Luke Fickle to SoCal. You'd have no issue with any of that as far as that's how he, he left. No. I wouldn't have I, like, I mean, if you're excited about, like, you know, like like a promotion, if that's how you see it. I don't know that USC necessarily right now is a promotion right. for Cincinnati, but financially, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're excited about something, you know what? Like, you deserve to celebrate it. You've worked hard to get there. Like, you do you, boo boo. Yeah, right. Like, I like I I legitimately don't care. I mean, like, if I got upset that you know, back when I was a supervisor, if one of my people left and went to a different insurance company, and they went out to lunch with their peers to celebrate their new position, like, why why do I get upset about that? I can't get upset about that. It's ridiculous. It'd be like you getting upset about me. You know, taking an internship with Bearcat Journal and being petty and putting Aaron's shameless plug at the bottom of the screen every time I talk about it. It's no big deal. Water on the bridge. What are you talking about? <laughs> the I'm cream just, of the crop! I'm just, wa- I'm just waiting for Aaron to show up on the podcast wearing a BCJ hat and then Ed having to block out his little leg. I haven't gotten mine yet. <laughs> I would actually... <laughs> that, might, that might put me over the edge. I don't know. <laughs> right. We love actually. we love Bearcat Journal over here at PTP. So we we do need to see what happens with uh, Mike Denbrock. It seems that he people still want him out of here for whatever reason. Um, I'm not sure what's going to happen there. I I don't have any insider information there or anything like that. Um, I think we're going to end up seeing Mike Denbrock around for another season, personally. But uh, yeah, has has Vanderbilt filled that spot? I I feel like I thought I saw they did. 
I, I thought know. somebody. I thought they offered it to somebody and they turned it down. I but they did too. Perhaps. Um, but we do have the running backs vacancy that Jeff thought he had the hottest take on, which he did. It wasn't the hottest to, take. I had to tone <laughs> him down there. Uh, it was not because I'm pretty sure that numerous of those people that because I never even heard like to be honest I never even heard of that guy until I think it was flooded all over Twitter and I I picked it up and said that it was an interesting take because I'd never even heard of it heard of him Mike Mike Daniels does have a ton of connects throughout the city Uh, it it would still make sense Um, so we'll see I I, again I wish I had more for you but I mean obviously as of right now, he's the only name that I know is currently being tied to that position. Um, so we'll see what happens with all of that. Oh. I know that Luke Fickle is on vacation right now. So that's nice. probably that's probably why the Mike Trestle thing hasn't been officially announced. Officially announced, Pro- he's probably waiting to be there with him, socially distance, of course. But right. uh, you know, there to have that conversation, sign together, or whatever. I don't, I don't know how the contracts actually go down. But Do we know where he's waiting at? for. Maybe they're waiting for the uh, the university to post the position online and have it be put out there as state schools are required to do. Uh, you know, just to you know, dot I's and cross T's. Who knows? I mean, but the, it, and, you know, the, the, the running backs coach, you know, not that it's, uh, it's an unimportant it's, position, but it's, it, you know. It could be another recruiting tool at the very least. Oh, yeah. Uh, and certainly a good recruiting tool to have if you have, I, I mean, honestly, let's, Looking forward, after Jerome Ford, I'm not sold on anybody on the current uh, line, uh, r- roster, as I've seen, uh, to step into a role where you have a Michael Warren, where you have a Jared Dokes, where you have a Jerome Ford. After Jerome Ford, I, I think the cupboard's kind of bare. I mean, McClellan's shined a little bit in, in certain spots, and, and Montgomery... We haven't really seen enough of Montgomery to have a, a huge uh, opinion on Montgomery. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. So it's, fair. it's really exciting. <laughs> so uh, Bearcats basketball has been... On a hot streak. They are... Did I haven't lost a game since the only thing I'm addicted to right now is winning. They, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. Have they lost a game in? No. In January. Did they lose it? You know, okay. They lost the first game of the season. Um, so it would have been the second or something. It was Sunday. It was a Sunday after New Year's, I think. Not the first game of the season, which is what you said. Sorry, first game of 2021. In any case, we uh, we haven't lost in two weeks. There's something to be said for that. We're not going to lose in three weeks, by the way. There is that. Um, yeah, then there's I but did, there's not a lot of information out there about well, like I mean, obviously it's COVID related. Um, I, I saw Chad posted today that they were on track to play yes. before the announcement came out this morning. So up until last night, they were on track to play. That all said, I have no idea if they've even practiced. Um, no clue. That's a little concerning. I mean, uh, (laughs) it's similar to like I don't know. Did did you see uh, Baylor's women's head coach Kim Mulkey? You know, like 
Baylor didn't practice in forever. They and the first time that they were able to practice was the day of their game the other, against uh, Iowa State, and then they they lost. And she like she went off the deep end and the the presser afterwards about you know the NCAA only caring about you know making a making a dollar and well, and we've seen which I think similar- we can all agree with. Well, sure, but we've also seen similar rants by successful program heads, such as Coach Calipari of Kentucky, who their season has been a complete dumpster fire in more than just the um, loss column. I saw I saw a statistic that the most recent top twenty five in men's college basketball is like the first time since like nineteen sixty eight. I want to say I that North Ca- that North it might have been sixty three an eight and a three kind of look the same. I get it. Um, but that North Carolina, Duke, and Kentucky all were outside the top 25. And we've seen similar comments come out from Coach K at Duke. Yeah. Um, who's coaching at, at North Carolina right now? I don't even know. Nobody who's putting out any comments publicly. Is it still the dude from, uh, what is it, Kansas? That last coach of Kansas. Can't hear you, Ed. Roy Williams. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. But like, so that's. I mean, that's a good question. But um, so we can only assume that the first. So last week, not being able to play was a UC thing. Is this one a UC thing, or is this um, who were they supposed to play? Tulane or whatever. It's a UC Temple. Thing. It's a UC thing again. Yeah, I think that all. I, I, from everything I've read, I, I think that that's why. Um, it's. I mean, I don't have anything concrete or anything from any sources saying no. It's one hundred percent UC, but it was UC at least in the last couple of weeks. So I would think that it would still be Cincinnati that's struggling with that. And we've seen similar things. Uh, if you guys remember in the football uh, season, uh, Houston, I, th- I think missed like five straight games um, as they were trying to just play a game. Uh, after their first game, uh, I think they only got like one game in, and then I think they were off for like the next five games that'd be either canceled or postponed uh, or, and rescheduled. So it's not that we haven't seen this in, in some programs, uh, so it's not completely unprecedented. And it goes back to what you guys were talking about, where maybe we are less worried about the players than we are worried about the dollars. Um, and in this particular scenario, uh, you, you had a game that was supposed to be on CBS and is now going to be not on national television, at least in this particular time slot. I don't know if they're able to work it out to where this game's back on CBS. Personally, I'm okay if this season we're not on national television at all, but I digress. I did purchase the ESPN Plus, so I might as well just keep watching on there. So one of the questions we talked about last night, and I'm kind of curious to see uh, your guys' take on it. Um, (laughs) Once basketball is back, what are you guys excited to see uh, about this team moving forward the rest of the season? Well, I think right before we went on this nice little hiatus, like those players, Davenport, uh, Eason, um, you know, Harvey, Harvey, they were all starting to mesh together. It was starting to look like they all knew their roles and where they were to be on the court. It, it, it was starting to look like a resemblance of a basketball team. And now with the two week hiatus, then did that, digress did that is that the word i'm looking for i don't know but did that um you know regress regress did that regress and now we're gonna look like we did you know 
four weeks ago. I just I just want to see progress, and we were. I feel like again, said I think that they were making some progress. Um, it was obviously it moved in the right direction, especially when you saw like nine straight minutes out of Chris Vote that actually looked good. Yeah, for the first was... time maybe this whole season. The dude is twelve foot tall. <laughs> he is a, a mountain of a man, and like start moving these. Other guys are like you can move people around, and he did at the end of that. I mean, he was moving people around. He was fighting for rebounds. He's he was a, going back up strong with you know with putbacks. He's I, a running I was, skyscraper. Who is man. this guy? And he's not the same guy that looks like a scared little kid for the first every game up until then. This season, I feel like he's looked like the Chris Vote I thought he was going to look like last year. And he didn't look like that last year. No. He looked strong. He didn't look scared going up, back up with anything. And he loved to do the flex. I miss the flex, oddly enough, because at least that goofy-ass flex that he does, he was had a reason to do it. He didn't ever just do it, like, for no reason. He wasn't the guy, like, coming down the court and slapping the floor just to slap the floor and pretend that you can play defense and then get your ankle broken and be left back at the three-point line. Like, we've all seen that happen. But, no, he when he did the stupid – Goofy ass flex that he does. It was always warranted, at least, and I, 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 I actually missed that. I wonder if this has anything to do with like his his regression. I wonder if this has anything to do with the strength coach leaving. Because I mean, we haven't heard that he's been replaced, and we all know because he would share that information on Instagram, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. Like he had a hell of a program put in there to make them. I mean, what do you call it? The monster factory, right? So he's yeah. building these guys up to make them think and know that they're monsters and thanks elise jesse i don't think it was her she should have talked him out of it yeah she should here in cincinnati what if we get her on the show anyways especially as a beat writer for sports illustrated for the bengals she could have been here i just wonder if that has anything to do with it like i don't know maybe like a mentality thing like a mentality thing yeah or physically like, like not having the actual muscle because dude was putting you through a different program. Some type of, yeah, some type yeah. of huge workout. I once tweeted him and asked him if he'd be my trainer. He didn't respond. Not best friend. Yeah. Not best he friend didn't even like. He didn't even like your tweet? I think he liked it, but we weren't best. I don't think it was best friend status sort of thing. He didn't mean to hit that hard. Mm. He didn't mean to. He was like, look at this idiot. Oh. He was scrolling. <laughs> Jesse, check this out. Yeah. This guy thinks it. Oh, man, I hit the heart button. My bad. Well, her name's Elise. Oh, yeah. Elise. Sorry. Drinking a beer. Do we even have a strength coach right now, though? Because they never announced a replacement. Did they take your application? Uh, Did did Indeed send you back, or ZipRecruiter, did any of those, did they send you back a, your application has been been viewed? No. I didn't LinkedIn. Not a LinkedIn, like, your profile has been checked out. I can always get excited when that happens. <laughs> I'm like, oh, who's checking out my profile? I always want to send a message like, do you want to know anything else? It's me, I'm sorry. It tells Stop me who looking. it is. Unless you're a premium user. Or if you are in hidden mode. Excuse me? I don't know anything about LinkedIn. Just okay. check it out, it's pretty cool. Of course you don't. I don't know. And then... Uh, what's Houston's coach's name? As soon as you say it, I don't remember. 
I know. Uh, <laughs> Anyways. You speed it. Yeah, Houston's coach tweeted today yeah. that it looks like, or he said to a reporter today, and the reporter tweeted that it looks like they're not going to play on Saturday either. So, which is which is Kelvin Sampson. Kelvin Sampson. Uh, which is why I would imagine that it was Cincinnati and not Houston. Ah, uh, that's fair. All right, that's a good point. I don't know. I I, I tweeted today. Are we ever going to see UC basketball again? And Chad responded that it's been eighty four years. So. That's a little, a little exaggerated, but Titanic. Yeah, you get the reference, Ed. Thanks, Ed. You're welcome. So none of us, know. none of us, has ever used gifts before. Is that how it's pronounced? Yes, GIF with a hard G, gotcha. not a J. Right. Gotcha. The GIF. The GIF. GIF is my peanut butter. GIF is the video I just sent you that lasted three seconds without any sound. My name is Jeff. Don't do that. Oh, sorry. Nope. I don't know. As soon as you said GIF, that's what I thought of. So, Moving on. <laughs> so, I would agree with you guys. Uh, I'm also excited to see the maturation of Zach Harvey, as I felt like he was really coming into his own. Um, I think that he has earned potentially a, a starting spot over Micah Adams-Woods, and uh, I, I would be very interested in, in seeing the small lineup out there of uh, David Julius, Harvey, uh, Keith, yep. um, who am I missing? Tari. Uh, Tari, at, Tari. At, the, at the four. Well, Tari would be at the four, and then uh, Davenport at the five, or vice versa, whichever you want to do. I think they've been sliding uh, Davenport more at the five than Tari at the five, as I don't think they're trying to put Tari into learning two positions his freshman year. But um, I don't think it really matters, depending on if you're running a zone or the. Uh, or man to man, you're just going to sliding. It was at least exciting watching the the small guy lineup. Yeah, they run. I'll bring it back. I mean, they, they actually run. Man, I mean, we talked about it last week. Twenty five. What is what was it? Twenty four, twenty five points in the last. I don't know. And and Tari just seems like he's like legitimately covering the entirety of the floor. Like there was one play in particular, and I feel like it was the last game that we watched, um, where. He was, I think he missed a basket, and then he was the first one down at the other end of the yes. court for the block. Like it was, yeah. how the hell did you get down the court that fast? But it's he covers the floor so fast, it's absurd. Com- people compare him to Gary Clark, and I don't know if he's at that level yet, but I I, I do see potential in it because Gary did the same thing, right? I mean, he, he got knocked to the ground once, got up and blocked the shot. Like, it, it, I think they're completely different players. Really, I do. I think he's a better pure shooter than Gary ever was. Well, that's at least fair. In college. Um, although he can't make anything under the hoop at all in his inside game unless he's throwing it through the hoop itself. Um, his little floaters and putbacks off the glass. He struggles under the hoop. It's crazy. Don't worry. I think uh, Ed's best friend will take care of that. <laughs> We're friends again. It's fine. <laughs> Oh my god. I love that that's an inside joke that I don't even want to get into. Nope. I don't think a lot of people know about it. I don't think it's an inside joke anymore, but <sighs> moving on. Um so is there anything else you guys want to talk about with uh with basketball because it's it's been no. incredibly tough. I I, I, cer- I certainly hope that uh whatever's going on with COVID isn't anything like super serious, serious just maybe some uh, precautionary stuff. 
which yeah, obviously you know, want to see the kids all in good health and yep everybody around the program i mean if it's precautionary and you got to give up some games it is what it is like don't there's there's it's certainly in a a season like this there's just really no reason to to run the run the risk of right you know well happy birthday to coach john brandon yesterday that was a thing happy birthday coach and then we sing happy birthday uh, no no uh then there was also the uh Jaron is going to be in the bubble in Orlando playing for the uh, Houston Rockets. Uh, I can't remember the city that it's associated with, the Vipers. Yeah, Vipers, yeah. The team name. And I saw he was going to be wearing number three. Um, I'm interested to see how that goes because all of a sudden there's a ton of openings with the Rockets in the uh, on the NBA team. as they. <laughs> what happened? Did, did you see – okay, so obviously Harden comes out right just – I mean, we don't talk NBA too much, but let's just talk was about he wearing a body? Suit? He had to have been he, wearing the. He, the, the... He, he lost. He lost somewhere in the neighborhood of seventy-five pounds by traveling from one city to another. The guy was wearing a a Santa Claus suit underneath his. He had to have been his uniform. I mean, it was it was ridiculous. I don't that, know how that happened. You know what? He could either that I, or black is that much more slimming, right? I, I bet. Wow. Well, I bet. I bet that he could benefit from Bossman Brands beard jelly. He probably could. That's a good point. Have you ever looked up his face without a beard? It's ridiculous. Yes, it's bananas. Um, do that on your own free time. I don't want to get into that because it'd take me down this dark, dark path. But um, all right, so we got that out of the way. Um, Cincinnati Reds baseball. There's actually some news. Well, and that news mm-hmm. this week was that Luis Castillo is being traded to the New York Yankees. It was it was a done deal. It was going to be announced. Spanish people talking about it and translating it to the people who didn't understand Spanish. That was a beautiful thing to see, a thing of unity. And right now, God knows we need it. Um, but it was all for naught <laughs> because there was a deal that was never in place because um, – I don't remember who tweeted this this week, but it certainly came up on my feed. Uh, If you put the rumored trade into the – there's a a trade simulator somewhere on the interwebs. Go go figure. What? Even if you included uh, Glabar. Is that his name? Glabar? Glabar Torres. There it is. Uh, The shortstop that is uh, up and coming in the Yankees organization that would make sense if we wanted to make a move for that was only half the value for one Luis Castillo or uh, you got to you got to put their you got to put their top four prospects in there like but, it w- it would have had to have been a massive haul for the Reds yeah you, correct that's what I'm saying why, why like would you trade why would you trade a guy and I, I know I talked to you guys about this already this week and via text but why would you trade a guy who's making what eight million dollars this year who still has I think two oh. years of arbitration left. To be fair, this is the most we've heard from the Reds front office all offseason, and it was to dispel rumors that they were doing anything. So, I just don't. What's happening with the Reds? I don't know, but they need to go out. If they go out and and they can sign a plus shortstop, and really, I mean, even roll with what they got. I know that it, you know, obviously it is getting slimmer and slimmer and slimmer the way that flashes, right? Yeah. Not with the stick, but at least with his glove. So, I don't know. I mean, 
shortstops, generally speaking, is not a spot where you have a ton of output for offensively. Generally, until you have um, Tatis and uh, um, the the guy who was just traded from Cleveland to, to the Mets. Lindor. Lindor. Thank you. God, I'm blanking. I have not done any baseball okay. research with this stuff. So it's an off season for everyone. Because there's it's been fine. nothing. Um, but yeah, I mean, you got you got a couple guys that stand out like that. But generally speaking, you just don't see a ton of offensive output for for shortstops. It just seems like the Reds were the only team that was actually financially affected by COVID because other teams are just out there doing things, making moves, no. and we're just like sitting on our hands. Um, the, Cubs I, I, got rid of, the Cubs got rid of everybody. Well, that's true. Okay, uh, the, the, Cubs the Reds away. current the Reds. Uh, I think it was Doug Gray. Put, I saw a tweet from him, but it was like the Reds. Somebody you know tweeted some crazy thing about the Reds payroll uh, being on par with the Pirates. When in fact the Pirates' payroll is currently like thirty-two and a half million, and the Reds are at one hundred and ten. So, it's if you want to talk about an organization that is not on par with, as far trying. as you know, like money-wise, just not trying. Go, go up there. I used to think that Bob Castellini was going to be the guy that got us a uh, a World Series. I just don't know anymore. Like I, I, he he f- felt the most passionate about the team and. Now I just don't know what the heck's going on. What's passion compared to who? Oh, Mike Brown. I mean, they are they are currently they are currently favored to to win the division. So that's what I'm saying. Like, go out, sign a plus shortstop, like you said you're gonna do. Didi's still out there. A Didi would be an improvement. I know you guys. Again, not good for for people who are listening to the podcast as you both make meh faces. At me, and no one can hear those meh faces. But I mean, he would be an improvement over Jose Garcia, I would think. That's fair, I yeah. guess. Yeah, he's been. I mean, yeah. and you've I, I, unless you're playing the game where you wait, 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 because no, I mean, like they, they they've already down, played price it. Price goes down, price goes down, and so maybe you're making a, a seven million dollar offer instead of a ten million dollar offer, or whatever the case may be. I mean, I'm just throwing numbers out there. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I mean. No one's really kicking tires on anybody. You haven't seen a ton of movement out there for outside of the Lindor I mean, trade. You saw a, the Pirates traded maybe a piece of their future because they trade everybody anyway. Um, who's worth? I mean, the pa- the Padres made a big splash there a month yeah, ago. That, was, month that ago. was a month ago, though. Like, yeah. No, I'm just. Let's also talk about how we're almost. What are we? Just a little bit over a month away from spring training. And I think I saw 40 days yesterday. And Trevor hasn't even like decided where he's going yet. I don't know if Trevor's been made an offer yet because I wonder if people are waiting to see if they can counter whatever they're going to give Trevor Bauer with people in the stands. Because who knows? Maybe things open back up when you have a new president in office. I don't know. Who knows? But I did tweet his agent to see if she'd come on the show. How'd that go for you? She didn't respond. Did she like the tweet? No. <laughs> and I tried to make it like I was like I was like, hey, why don't you come on the show and give us the juicy details that you don't want John Heyman to have? And no response. I'm gonna guess that she only responds or even gets notifications for people who have check marks next to their name. Well, I mean, people that are verified have that tab that they can. We're the just click. third best in Cincinnati for two years running. How do we not have a check mark, by the way? Get us verified, Ed. I were, I tried once. That go, not verified. 
gotta talk gotta talk to your boy Paco. Yeah. Oh, he moved to Texas. Find out how to get find out how to get verified. My heart will go on. Right, now we have to pay royalties. Get out of here. Oh, All right. Lane's gonna send a cease and desist. So the Bengals. Bengals. Welcome to the jungle, bitch! I tried. Okay, I'm fine. You did. You did. <laughs> I'm, I'm not upset about any of that. I just did not see that coming. Yeah, it was out of left field, but it was well played, Ed. I'm trying to do a little bit more producing around here. So the the Bengals, um, I only bring them up not because they did a whole lot here. I mean, because they're going to go get Deshaun Watson to be the quarterback. <sighs> no. Oh wait, we are. <laughs> We have a quarterback. RG3 was just released from the Ravens. Um, Joe Burrow was seen walking to, to the to the stadium from his car. That Talked about that last week. Okay. Um, so, so we still know that he's, he's well on his way uh, to, to a, a healthy rehab process. Um, but no, the Cleveland Browns got their first playoff win. Yeah. Good for them. And then they got thrashed in true Cleveland form, fumbling into the end zone. That's the worst. That, 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 okay, but let's just not, talk about that play. Let's just talk about that play for a second. First of all, it's the worst you, rule in, in football. You've got a guy diving to the end zone, and he full-on gets speared in the side of the helmet with the crown over the helmet. Helmet to helmet. Not. That guy was not trying to keep his mask up. The only, uh, like he, the only reason he drops that ball is because I'm 100 percent positive he was knocked out cold. He blacked out for at least like three seconds there, going to the ground. He blacked well, out. The only reason, only reason I bring up that game at all, is simply to say, I don't want to hear it from Cleveland fans anymore. What? That they that they are the most abused fan base. You got a championship with LeBron. Fair. You have arguably a, a top top five offense in all of football. You've had a ton of first round picks for the last decade. You screwed up some of them. You made some stellar picks with others. You're in a good spot. The Indians have made the playoffs far more recently than the Reds have. And much more often. Yep. I don't want to hear anymore how they are the abused fan base. If you feel bad for Cleveland people, it's because you know Cleveland is just not fun to be in. As a city. I stand on that. That's hey, my hot. I love that you stand on it. I really do. And I and, and I feel I'm, I'm there. I have that passion with you, man. Like, I'm, I'm there. I'm, I'm ready to go to the ring with you on that one. But I, I just wonder what your boy Sir Yacht would say about that. Don't care. You can even put that out there as an audio clip. Right down, the, right down the time. That's fine. But if you feel bad for the people of Cleveland, I'm going to repeat it again. It's because you know the city is just not good. Also, that Sir Yacht guy, guy doesn't even know how to eat chili, right? Like, whatever. <laughs> he drank it out of a can. You got to put that shit on top of noodles. While heated, yeah, it, it tastes better that way or too. 
Start or there. on a coney. I don't know. Drink it out of a can. I mean, like you, you make it. I mean, I appreciate the he, love. He did. Don't he did. Uh, he did. Fair. He did own his. He owned his. Uh, his tweet and he did? Dr- drove four hours down to chug a in can the of chili. Of the night through a and snowstorm then, that was happening in the armpit of Ohio, and then somehow made it four hours home after chugging a can of chili. <laughs> like, uh just some rest stops uh, cleaned after that. Yeah. Baseball has been successful. Football has been successful. Basketball has been successful. I don't want to hear it from Cleveland fans anymore. You are not a tortured fan base. No, you're not. Tortured fan base is breaking your leg when you're supposed to win the NCAA tournament. Tortured fan base is dropping three while Matt Latos, who I wear lingerie for fun. It, yeah, that, that guy. Um, is is your losing pitcher. Uh, hey, and, you know and, what, and though? He was, did step up in, the, in game one out there. I'm just saying, where'd he go after that? I'm not sure he pitched again after that. Uh, he pile-drived a guy into the pitcher's mount. Um, Suplexed. You also, have, you also have the Pirates in the middle of huddles and all the shenanigans that was that entire playoff game. Uh, I'm not Pirates, the, the Steelers. Sorry. Uh, Steelers in the huddle. Uh we have been. I'm sure I'm missing something. No, I'm sure the you Nevada, are. The Nevada collapse. Stop. Um, so outside of that, I mean, I think I covered all our bases here. That's a, losing, that's a good losing point. On a 50, losing on a 54 yard field goal in Atlanta as the clock expires in the Peach Bowl. You got way to really bring the mood down, Aaron. Yeah, I'm NFL saying, kickers this year. Who hear, I don't want to hear from Cleveland anymore how we're how they're a more tortured fan base than anybody. That's a good point. I wonder if there's any Cleveland fans that want to come on and debate that with us. Since nothing the else debate's over. The debate's over. I just brought up all the talking points. <laughs> oh, I believe you, but I'm sure they think. Also, we don't have an NBA team, but I'm sure they think they're still like. What did they have? They had baseball, football, NBA, AFL. Uh, they don't have a soccer team, so we got a leg up on them on that one. Um, Do we have a soccer team? We uh, it's called FC Cincinnati. Oh, <laughs> come back, come back! We got more winning to do. Their uh, their college team is Cleveland State, so they hop on the Columbus bandwagon for that. So, hey, did you see Cleveland State beat? Uh, right state in basketball on a last second alley oop dunk. It was your your boy at John Boy did a breakdown of it. That's the only reason I know about it. Maybe that's a that's that's my alma mater <laughs> finally getting some clout. Not the way they wanted to. And then and then he pointed out that they played again the next day and Wright State beat them like eighty nine to forty or something. So it wasn't even close. But there you go, Wright State doing doing right things the right way. All of that, pun intended, you will. Head state wrong school. <laughs> I haven't heard that one before. Let's go Norse. All right, so anything else you guys have on uh, on the Bengals? Well, we did talk last week about Frank Pollock coming back and all that. Um, I don't think there were any more. Was there another hire this week? I don't believe so. No, but McKenzie Allen got acquitted of all charged all charges today. So Alexander is his last name. That's what I meant to say. McKenzie Alexander. So that I mean, that's right. good. Great, another defensive back going through 
criminal charges that they are cleared from. Good job. Solid. Dave Lapham also says he doesn't trust that we're going to get a good offensive lineman this year. So, at all. That doesn't feel good because he's usually spot on. Yes, he is. I think. Uh, so I guess let's bring. That well, we're going to open the window on this. Let's let's bring that up. So speaking of opening windows, are you going to do the full Dave Lapham quote? Or no, because they're not paying for an advertising right. spot. So I'm not. Good call. Good call. So. I ran my very first season of Madden this past week um, as the Bengals and had imported the draft class. Um, several Bearcats were drafted uh, in Hudson. Uh, he was a fifth rounder, I believe. Um, Wiggins was drafted in the sixth round, I think. James Wiggins. And I believe um, James Smith was taken in the seventh round. Um, I ended up signing both uh, Jared Jokes. And I signed uh, uh, Derek Ford. Who are you playing as? The Bengals. Okay. Yeah, um, got both of them. Um, but I got the second overall pick um, in my simulation-ish because I, did, I didn't I did play all, all the games. Um, I did at least play the moments um, for all the games in the first season. But uh, I ended up with the second pick because I did uh, start with all the current injuries. So Joe Burrow didn't play a single game actually, in my entire first season. So, ended up with Sewell as the number two pick overall. So, do you think the Bengals are going to make some moves then for offensive line in the offseason prior to the, the draft? Is that something we do so that we can open up a potential Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow linking back up as I think that we all know that A.J. Green and the Bengals have seen their last days together? I mean, I think they, I think they got to make some free agent moves for the offensive line. Um, they're just gonna have to. I mean, you can't. Uh, I'll be right left. back. He uh, but I do think that you got to make some moves in the uh, in the free agent market to try and get offensive line help. Um, uh, you know, maybe maybe Pollock gives them, you know a little bit of a boost with some of the guys that they still have, but I don't think you can, I don't think you can bank on I mean, drafting like, an entire offensive line out in, in the draft. Like what's the, what's the, I mean, we know what Bobby Hart is at this point. I would think what's the saying about a polished turd, right? I mean, it doesn't get shiny or the lipstick on a pig, right? You know, I mean, we know what we have in Bobby Hart at this point. Uh, he played under, Pollock already once, if I'm not mistaken. I think he was here uh, two seasons ago when Pollock was here. I think that was his first season here. Yeah, but did he did he really did he play a lot? And he's he's been a starter since he's been here for reasons that are unbeknownst to anyone every fo- every football fan across America. Um, but no, I I think if you can make a, a signing a splash for a tackle, uh. Maybe take a guard in you know the first or second day of the draft as opposed to signing a guard because the Bengals don't like to spend money in signing a guard. Otherwise, they would have kept Eric Steinbach. They would have um, Andrew Whitworth. Kevin, Kevin, well, that's a tackle, but Kevin Zeitler, uh, Eric Steinbach. I saw you're going offensive line. Uh, no, I was just going with guards. Um, so you know, we we didn't spend money on Zeitler. We didn't spend money on Steinbach. They don't like to spend money on guards. So I can't see them making a huge 
free agent splash on a guard. That said, I wouldn't be surprised if they did try to bring a tackle in, even though, I mean, I understood where they were going and the reasoning why they didn't sign Whitworth back at that point in time um, as who would have seen him bouncing back from a PCL and MCL tear in, what, like two weeks? And continuing to be just as dominant. I don't understand that. I think the dude's on juice, or he actually had a clone ready to start. Um, these are these are hot takes that are completely reckless and have nothing behind them. Uh, that said, um, he, how do you explain it? Part of a lion. I think it's the Cajun food from Eye of the Tiger. We're down here in the bayou. We got on kind of Cajun. Oh. Right. Ed's back. <laughs> that was Ed, straight from the bayou. He apparently ate some gumbo. It didn't agree with him, so he had to leave. But he did come back with an accent. No, I I quit drinking pop today. So I've been drinking a ton of water. And uh, I definitely had to go. <laughs> Congratulations. You Thank did. you. Water well done, and green Ed. tea. I give you until summer before you're back on Mountain Dew. Oh, yeah. Oh, I haven't drank Mountain Dew in four months. I what? give you until summer until you're back on Mountain Dew again. Back when, uh. Well, we'll save that question. We'll save that question. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. Yep. That sounds like the uh, soundtrack of your life right now. <laughs> Dang God. So. All right. But I do so, think it's going to be Jamar Chase that they end up taking there. I would if they don't make some moves around because Sewell's not going to be there. I mean, no. let's think about this for at least the next five, if not next decade. Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. I think I don't know who. And I mean, Tyler it sounds Boyd, like a solid lineup. Who, who's your um, high man out? As long as long as they put a line in a halfway decent line in front of Burrow, otherwise if he's not, just going to flick it. Otherwise, he's going to spend the next 10 years on his back. Not in a fun way. No. Not at all. (laughs) All right. So, I think we're moving on to rounding third. Oh, I wasn't totally not ready for this time, but here we go. supposed to be any words that I was supposed to be saying over that, like, rounding, rounding third, rounding, rounding third. No, and the slider completely jumped down on me, so the transition... I'm working on this, guys. I'm working on this. We're going to get some more production in this show, I swear. Be better, Ed. I'm going to be better. This is going to be... We're getting number two this year on City Beat, I swear. All right, so... You guys want to give it a go? I'll give it a go. Uh... This one is one that I thought of earlier this week and had to write down right away. Uh, and it might be a good discussion topic. Um, who's your favorite Mighty Duck? Right? Like, it's definitely not Banks, because Banks was a hawk. 
It's not Banks. No. What's his name? Fulcher? See, I thought he was a solid one as well because, I mean, he was part of the Bash Brothers, right? Yeah. Right. So I, I'm, I would say the Bash Brothers are my two favorite. I, I think, I think Fulcher would be my number one. I didn't love the other Bash Brother. I can't remember his name. Um, uh, I, um, I, I, I just want to say, are you talking about Fulton Reed? Yeah. Fulton yes. Reed. Fulton. I said Fulcher. You're right. Oh, sorry. Okay. I combined them. I did. I did a. I did a local. A local. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I was trying to remember what it was I said. Um, I think the knuckle puck kid would probably be my number two. Oh, really? So you're talking Keenan Thompson, Russ Taylor? I mean, for so many reasons, it would be Keenan Thompson. Oh, Dean Portman. That was the other. Uh... The other Bash brother, wasn't Bash it? Bash brother. Of yeah. course his name was Dean. He looked like a Dean. His real name was Aaron, so... I have no idea what you want like to say a, about that. Looked more like a Dean than a me. <laughs> okay, alright. Well, just always remember, Adam Banks was a hawk. Um, also, the goalie is apparently having huge drug issues. Oh, yeah. Goldberg? In Goldberg. real life. Sean Weiss? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's in rough shape. You talking about or are you talking about Connie? Is she... Nope. All right. What? Connie was the other goalie, wasn't she? I, why would I? No, I wouldn't be talking about. Oh that. no, it was Julie. Julie the cat, Gaffney. Yeah, Julie the cat. No, Julie the yeah, Julie the cat was the other goalie. Yeah, Connie was the Weird. figure skater. Weird flex, but okay. Hey, I love the Mighty Ducks. I guess. Or you have the entire IMDB pulled up right now. I don't. I, I don't. I just recently watched I it. Can. With my, I just recently watched it with my kids. So that's why I thought of the question. You know what character I didn't like? Adam Banks. The, Les well, Averman. The, which one was the kid talking about uh, when the tumbleweeds are blowing? Les Averman. <laughs> When the roosters are crowing and the cows are spinning circles in the pasture? Yeah. No, Ducks no fly way. together? No, no. Uh, Didn't like that one. Okay, so that was my question. Who was it next? <laughs> I mean, the Mighty Ducks movies are great. They really isn't. I think they're com- they're making like a, a TV series now. A what? No, they can't. It's not going to be good. Like with some of the cast coming back as adults, I hope not. <laughs> I think it's on. It's Goldberg scheduled for Disney back? Plus. I'd I'd watch a remake of Air Bud before I would watch that, especially after what Fuller House did to us. Yeah, I forgot about that. Girl Meets World wasn't any better. Yeah, yeah. D- Disney Plus. Disney Plus announces. Uh, the Mighty Ducks series with Emilio Estevez and Lauren Graham. Except Topanga. Hey. Bombay was a hawk too, though, if you remember. So, what is your favorite TikTok trend? <laughs> because for me, I can't stop watching the... What videos live in your mind rent-free? 
Oh, those are awesome. I can't I can't not watch Wait a minute. If I see if I see that girl pop up, I cannot not watch whatever video is coming up next, even if it sucks. Like I still go to the very end waiting for the punchline. This is the gentleman who said he doesn't have TikTok before we even started recording this. And all of a sudden he knows I said you don't. No, no, Jeff. No, Ed, I said I don't post videos. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. He doesn't he doesn't tick the talk, but he he TikToks. We're gonna get TikTok. So you didn't answer my question at all. Though I'll tell you the one that I cannot stand right now is tell me that you're a Bengals fan without actually telling me that you're a Bengals fan. I'm so over that. That's it's everything now. Tell me but you're tell a me, blank. Tell me, your tell me you're a blank without yeah. without yeah. telling it's, me you're a man. Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah. But the 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 rent free videos I cannot not watch. Those are good. That's ones. my That's favorite. True. I I don't like the girl. She's on every last nerve I have, but as soon as I see her, I know that I'm I'm in. I'm in for that full minute. Uh, TikTok, TikTok will just drain all of your I'm, time. I'm not going to talk about how many hours I've spent on TikTok. I mean, it's horrible. If I look at my screen time, it's embarrassing. Yeah, I I, I get, turned it off. I get lost screen in screen time. <laughs> I turn screen time off. I don't I don't need to know. I just don't. I get lost in woodworking TikTok. Oh, I do get lost in there too. I get I get lost in cooking and cooking TikTok. Cooking TikTok, See, like there's an end game to that. I'm so deep in conspiracy talk. I don't even want to talk about it. That's, that's fair. And then I get super excited every time I see somebody from Ohio or Cincinnati. Yeah. Like wait a minute. Um, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what my favorite trend is right now, but I just know that that is not my favorite trend right now. I know it's not like... A, That's, it's, it's okay not a, you can't admit your thirst trap <laughs> trend that you love. What's the thirst trap Where they're swaying their... If the thirst trap is where they're wearing as little clothing as possible, but still being TikTok eligible. I scroll past those. Good cover, Ed. I, I do. Um, I scroll past them. I like I like when I like when Gordon Ramsay like yes. reviews when he reviews the stitches. Yeah, when he when he reviews like somebody Ew, else's. What are you doing? <laughs> He's like, all do you it. did to a steak. all <laughs> you did to a steak. You're uh, not basting. Like he did You're one. Basting. He did he he did one uh, the other day. This guy had like a belt on that had like different spices and beers. In in like his that belt, like the, a holster. That's the, that's the Cajun dude. I've watched his his yeah. videos before. Yeah, I like, I, I but yeah, I can sit I there and like. The, I don't know if the mullet that's under that hat for that guy is is real or not. I, I like, like the, the cooking. Dana I like the guy. cooking ones and the woodworking ones. Yeah, like the, the those are really cool. Um, like apparently you can make a perfect circle with a with a table saw. Who'd have known? <laughs> not me. Thanks, TikTok. You're up, Jeff. All right. This one, this question comes to us from my seven-year-old son. Oh, this is a good question. I'm so uh, happy right This now. is going to be about <laughs> Star Wars, and I'm not going to know anything about it. And not even close. Happier. Okay, good. So he randomly, he so he has, when when COVID came, like, started, um, Facebook Messenger Kids. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Became this thing, 
right? So like kids could stay in contact. They can like video chat with each other and, and that kind of thing. Adults that are approved. Yes. Like yes. Aunts and uncles. And so he sends me like he'll occasionally send me messages on on Facebook Messenger from his iPad that are like guess this drawing or whatever. But he Those sent are me the best like with kids. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, I'm all about it. Um. So he sends me one the other day. Like, he he's currently uh, quarantined. <laughs> um. Huh. Not a. Not no positive test. He has no symptoms. He's just it's contact rules, rules contact and regulations. Um, anyway, so he sent he's sending me a lot the other day, and he said, "Dad, would you rather speak two languages or be able to speak to sharks?" Wow, I would talk to sharks a hundred percent. I think I would talk to sharks too. A, no one else can. Boom. Um. So Aquaman. Uh, B. Um, Aquaman. Get out of here. I don't even recognize DC as real. I'm True. All Marvel all day. That's fine. Um, I'm just dropping hot takes everywhere tonight. Just Ed's lost. Getting, <laughs> rid, getting rid of half of my audience right now. <laughs> um, yeah, sharks all day for me. Um, uh, plus, I want to know what's going down, like going down at the bottom of the ocean. Yep. Like, t- tell me all the secrets. We don't know anything about the ocean. Tell me about the ocean shark. Does Ariel live down there? <laughs> tell me about the ocean shark. No, that I, that's actually when you when you asked me that question, like, okay, what do I want to learn from a shark? And that was the first thing I thought <laughs> of, like, what? How deep is the ocean? What is down there? And what kind of animals have we not seen yet? Yeah. Are, what? Also, are aliens in the ocean and not up in space? They're being declassified. Conspiracy talk told me so. Because apparently the UFO that was seen like three weeks ago went boop into the ocean. Gone. Now the world is round, uh, no matter what Kyrie Irving says. Also, Shark, who's stopping you from going to Antarctica? Because we're not allowed her the only agreement that any of the countries can all get together and, and unite on. So what's going on in Antarctica, Shark? I'm all in like, on this shark thing. Like, like you're. I'm all this, in. This on entire this thing, thing reminds me of Adam Sandler and the Penguin. So, <laughs> Billy Madison. It's too hot out here for a penguin. Penguins are supposed <laughs> to be in the zoo. Oh, I see what's going on here. So excuse me. That was a terrible. That last part sucked, but the the rest of it was good. Yeah. Touche. That was the best. That your whole limited impression should have just been that. That was good. My mama said, "No, no, just, now you ruined it again." Sorry. I guess it's my turn. Drop the mic. Yes. Uh, another popular topic right now. What is your go-to Girl Scout cookie? Um. The, what is it, the Samoans? Samoans? Yeah. Those are okay. pretty good. Samoas. Samoas. Coconut. How has that not been canceled in cancel culture? Uh, Just they're delicious. That's a good point. I put them in the um, freezer. But, but the coconut, caramel, chocolate, delicious. I don't like yeah. them. I don't like coconut. 
That's my jam. I, I don't like coconut, coconut water. Either, generally I hate so coconut. When you cover that shit in caramel and chocolate, I'm all in. Oh, eat it. Yeah. I put it in the freezer and it has oh, a favorite. satisfying snap. My man. That's I did the same good. thing with the peanut butter ones. Yes. Uh, the tagalongs. Yes. The tagalongs. I like the s'mores yeah. as well. Throw those in the uh, in the freezer. The Thin Mints, too, can very well go in the freezer. The s'mores remind me of elf cookies. And by the way, are those still around? The s'mores cookies? Yeah, the elf cookies. Elf? What? what the Keebler elf cookies? Where it's like I in the shape of the Keebler elves with the chocolate in the middle? That is a little different than just calling elf cookies. Um, you didn't call them elf cookies. Okay, that's fine. Elves are offended. Uh, I apologize to all elves out there. <laughs> yep. It's two apologies. What, 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 two was your, what was your favorite, Jeff? Mine? Was it also the Samoas? Samoas. Okay. All day long. Fair. So, what is the first thing that you're going to do? When and I think thin mints are overrated, so go ahead. That's what is take. the first thing you're going to do when social distancing is over, if it ever is? I'm going to go to a bar to watch a big game and high-five random people. Yeah, that's fair. I can't wait to high-five people at Nipper again. Yeah. Same, along the same lines. Like, like same fair enough. Thing. I mean, or, or tailgate, just stopping in at random parties and drinking beers with other people. Potentially from the same cup because you're playing a flip cup game or something thereof. I'm actually... I just miss people so bad. I, I, I'm I'm an extrovert. I don't know if anybody knows that or not. Same. Uh, so this is like... it's It's been real hard. I think we brought that up a, a few podcasts ago, up, but yeah. like, it is just awful... For me, what are you gonna do, Ed? Uh, I mean, that's a that's a. I wouldn't watching a ball game, like well, basketball, football, you, like at a bar with people would be great. Um, you don't going, traditionally go to bars to watch games, so that's not really your jam. I will though. <laughs> I will just because lockdown's over and I can. I because now I want to and. <laughs> Also, going to a brewery again would be freaking awesome because I miss, like, a flight of beers. Like, I'll go out and support the local breweries can, by picking up, like... You can uh, still do that. Yeah, but... It's not the same. It's not the same. It's not a lot of people around. I can't get sloppy. I can't try to fight somebody. I can... You don't often get sloppy anyway. Get out of here. I'm not as good as when I you once do, was. When you do, I generally end up with... Hey, Aaron, old Ed's back. Talk me out of this. No, that's Michelle calling you and telling you to talk me out of it. Um, you've texted me also, unless that's her texting me from your phone. Possibility. Um, also, I have tickets for the Garth Brooks concert in May. and He might be canceled by then. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. His entire, his entire supporting community is very upset with him right I'm now. I'm not. It's fine. I don't. He's a musician. All right? Musician. Struggling with that word. Maybe drink another one. Musician. 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 You made him a magician just now. Yes, magician. you did. Magician. Abracadabra. Just like <laughs> Lucal. <laughs> Lucal. God. We have gone off the rails. I have not oh. had caffeine except for green tea all day. 
He has that alcohol, Bill. Moving on. Sure. All right. 50 degrees. Too cold to wear shorts or Come too on. warm to wear pants? I wore shorts today. I wore shorts today, too. 39. I wore shorts on Saturday. About. I wore shorts on Sunday. Aaron's going to show us leg. That's We're going to get banned Wearing from shorts. YouTube now. Wearing shorts. Had them on all day. When I go outside, my neighbor asks, or neighbor says, I can't believe you don't have shorts on because I'm constantly wearing shorts. What you should say is, uh, I can't believe you didn't realize I was a big fella. He always calls me big fella. I didn't know that, but that just plays that much more into the joke. Do you remember the ice cream man that used to call us big guy? Nope. You don't remember that? Nope. You were... Oh, you may have been in college. All right, Ed. Was it my turn? Yeah, we answered that question pretty quick. Um, I forgot to come up with a third one. Can, can Off you guys, the top of your head, go. Can you guys go? Off the top of your head, go. All right, uh, so do you buy memorabilia from games that your team lost? So say, like, the Reds memorabilia from the, you know, the dropped series against the, the Giants or the Peach Bowl or the Orange Bowl or the Sugar Bowl for the Bearcats or something of that nature. What do you mean by, like, do you mean, like, game use like, stuff? Shirt, or do you mean, like, I mean, a shirt that says, like... Whatever the case may be, like, because you know if you have it and you somebody, even if it's, like, a conversation piece, like a, a game worn or something... You're still going to have to talk about it like, oh, yeah, that was from the game that they lost. But I had to have it because I'm a fan, and this one was actually cheap because they lost. Like, do you buy memorabilia from that kind of stuff? No. I actually have, and so there's a reason why I buy this, but I do have a lineup card um, from the Cardinals uh, bullpen or dugout, um, and we lost that game. But the only reason why I bought it is because. Uh, it was Parker and Bryce's first game. I bought for $5 today a Peach Bowl t-shirt at Costco. They're already marked down to $5, huh? Yep, at hmm. Costco. That is a, a steal of a deal. They had them in both colors, but they did not have my size. Large is apparently uh, is, is all sold out in the black, but uh, the gray was a thing. Of course, I'm going to cut the sleeves off of it, and it'd just be a summer shirt because I'm not going to just proudly wear that we were in the Peach Bowl but we lost right at the end. Like, I'm not trying to do that, but I have no problem buying it for $5. No, I mean, I guess for $5, like... I think I've... It'd be a good workout shirt. Shirts. Exactly. I think that's the only thing I've ever bought from a... Like, that I know was from a losing game. Except, I mean, unless you count those Bearcat Jam shorts, but I bought those because they were cool. If it had been uh, any more than $5, I would not have bought it. I will that's say fair. I mean, okay, I do. I mean, I did buy a poster from the '92, but I had all the players sign it from the '92 Final Four season. That was from the season, though, not from like. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't count. It wasn't like it, it that was a like, good season. It wasn't like a, uh, a, a guide or anything from going to the game that you had. No, and the game used Cincinnati Royal tickets I have over there from a winning game. Yeah, I don't. I think it's the only thing I have. 
I'm just curious. All right, Jeff. Ed's still thinking because he okay. did not take any of that time to think. About Malt or shake? Ooh, shake. I can't do a malt because it it's like you're drinking powder. Like powdered milk. I don't like it. Shake it all the way. I think it depends on the flavor. And what if it's a shake? I mean, I have a go-to. Peanut butter and chip. Peanut butter chip. You can hear it's, him. It's you can hear him processing this. <laughs> it's peanut butter and chip. Where are you getting your ice cream from? UDF, it's peanut That's, butter and chip. I could have guessed that before. As soon as you said malt, where else can you get a malt? Graders? Can you? I don't know. It's just, they got to put malt base in there, and that's just gross. It's powder. Ugh. I don't know. I think that there's something about a chocolate malt that's not bad. But I'll tell you, if I'm getting a vanilla, I'm not getting a vanilla malt. No. So I think it depends on the flavor. And if I'm getting like a berry of some sort or a fruit, if you will, like, I mean, I, I think you could even uh, venture out to like peach or, or whatever the other uh, flavors may be. Um, not even asking for, or if that's even available. You have to stay in milk. like peanut butter, vanilla, chocolate variant. You're not the boss of me. Don't, don't start putting, don't, you know, do you remember don't fruit the beer? Don't fruit the shake. I love a good blueberry beer. A good a good pumpkin beer. Little balls of blue. How about that? Yeah, it's a uh, it's a blueberry sour. It's delicious. You hurt his heart. Look at his face. What don't what don't you like it? Uh-huh. Don't don't fruit the beer. A good pumpkin beer during have, the holiday season. It's pretty good. Also, if you haven't had tried, if you haven't tried, pumpkin gummy is gross. By the way, pumpkin pie trash. Hot takes a plenty this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Shut up, pumpkin. bitch. Hot hot pump, pumpkin coffee gross. <laughs> Pumpkin anything. Right, Nasty. So, Ed, do you have a question now that we've filibustered here? I do. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to save this segment from that no fruit the beer thing and I'm going to ask you what you're going to a snow cone place, right? Here we go. What flavor? I don't care as long as it's blue. I love blue everything. You love the blue. Blood. Do you love blueberry ice cream out at uh Kings Island? Who doesn't, Who doesn't love the blueberry ice cream at Kings Island? If you don't, you don't have a soul. Damn. I gotta throw Andy Dalton underneath the bus like that. It's the freckles. He stole them. <laughs> Little bitty souls. <laughs> He's been waiting all night to use that for something. 100%. Second time we got to use it. But yeah, blue you anything. So blue raspberry or like bomb pop or um I, I do the same thing with uh with, with my vape juice so judge me yeah i mean it, as long as long as it's like 
90 plus degrees outside. Could really care less what the flavor is. Tiger blood. Uh, did you say tiger blood? Tiger blood. From the like, Kona ice truck? I've been getting tiger blood from ice, some snow cone places since I was probably like eight years old. Some place in Delhi. Don't know where it was. Charlie Sheen. They drink tiger blood. Yeah. yeah, because we're just, you know. The only thing I'm addicted to right now is winning. Welcome. I didn't even know you had that. That was well played. Thank well you. Well done. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Production value plus 10. Yeah, I, I thought that was pretty good. Don't go that high. But oh. that, was, that was good. <laughs> oh, man. Mostly because out of nowhere he told you to shut up, bitch. I know. That was really so rude. So shut up, bitch! So uncalled for. I'm gonna I'm gonna my, get a whole bunch of sounds on my soundboard, Ed. And then my, we'll... nep- my nephews aren't allowed to listen to our podcast anymore now. Way to go. Oh, oh. Um sorry about that. I did it again. Now we're just yeah, can we move on? Let's bum We're DMCA'd all day long. Rocking the Casbah. All right, so um, does anybody have any more questions? I think that we've, we've completely done with this segment. Uh, moving on, it's uh, time for the bum of the week. Because you're training like a damn bum, you know that? Bum. A bum. You are a bum. You're a bum. And that's all you'll ever be, a bum. Well, that hurts, ma'am. Okay, so I know you've been excited <laughs> about this one, Jeff. You've been very excited about this one. Uh, Who's your yeah. bum of the week? Uh, my 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 bum of the week is uh, Jared Jared Porter, uh, who I have um, dubbed as Dollar Store Ed. Um, because so he's cheap, or no, just because he's a poor I mean, man. He's got he he. He looks like Dollar Store Ed. Like, if you were to go to the dollar store to pick up, like, a cheap version of Ed, so that's what he would look like. Not Ed, in his Ed, actions like if, in any way. Like, if you ordered me off a that wish. Guy, what? Like, if you ordered what me Ed? off a of wish.com, this is what you would receive? Yeah, like, if, if I, like, I, I see, like, this, I, I see I see Ed on wish.com, and I'm like, oh, that guy looks like he'd be fun to hang out with, and I ordered it, Jared Porter would show up, and I'd so, so Ed is a jettison reason. him. So Ed is a poor man's Jared, or Jared is a poor man's Ed? Oh, shit. Jared Porter is trash. That's and that's not even a hot take. That's not a hot take. Just because it's all take. over Twitter. He's a pathetic excuse for a human being. He's also fired and jobless. He's and gone. as he should be. Yeah, like, here's the deal. Like you, for one, you send 62 text messages to somebody... And you're like, who knows what the contents of those were? Because I don't think they've been released. There was, it was likely him saying like, "Hey, you want to go on a date? Hey, I think you're cute. Hey, here's my phone hey, number. Hi. Call me back. Hey, hi, I'm Jared hi. Porter. Uh huh." And hey, you haven't responded yet. You still there? You're right. Yeah. Are you ignoring oh, me? Oh, oh, are you just taking a shower? Like, what are you sending sixty-two times that? There's no messages coming back that you think is important enough, and then you top it off by going, I got it. I know what she wants to see. And then you take a picture of little Jared Porter and say, check that out. How do you feel about that? I was wondering how I was going to get through that. No one wants it. 
I, I, I can't. I don't. I don't know what. Did this man not learn from Brett Favre? And he's and he's not like he's not as famous as Brett Favre. He's not you know like Brett. Using the eye test at just looking at a human compared to another human, he also doesn't look to be as uh And not that Brett Favre, what Brett Favre yeah. did was acceptable either, but I wasn't there say, but, he doesn't doesn't look as as, as gifted just wasn't using the, the eye test. Wasn't there another guy from New York that did that, like an Anthony Weiner or something like that? I mean well, I'm not even getting into that one. Jesus uh, God. Oh <laughs> god. Yeah. But so Jared Porter, bum of the week. You, you know, if if a girl doesn't, you know, respond to your text message 62 times, the answer is not sending her a picture of your manhood. It is simply to move on and maybe try and you know, find a different girl. I heard Dick Williams was going to take that job. I just feel like there's a joke there. Um, So my bum of the week is it's actually so proud of himself. My bum of the week is actually, uh, it happens after tomorrow. And that is Donald Trump, if he doesn't pardon the Tiger King you mother- and Lil Wayne. I did see that he's going to have like, that he has like he a, has a, a limo wait. He has a limo waiting be like, for him. There's a stretch limousine jail. truck. He's going to. Like the the pardons that he's gonna throw out are gonna. He has a beauty team ready to take him from the jail to get ready to back being Joe Exotic. I think Netflix is there, ready to start recording. As they should be. The content is waiting to produce itself. Is that yours? Did you also have that? It was mine, uh, but I did have a backup, so you're good. Yeah, because I did not have a backup. So, okay, all right. <laughs> all right, so then I agree with you. He is a bum, not because of his political things, because if he does not uh, pardon Joe Exotic... Correct, then- that's the only reason. It has nothing to do with any of the politics. This is a sports show, not a politics show. We are talking about the politics. I just However, want Joe Exotic out of If he doesn't show. pardon, it's... That's the reason. And then, and then he should, and then Joe Exotic should run as his vice president in 2024. But anyways, to my bum of the week... The uh, word is murderer, Bill. Murderer, not murder. Did, murder is an, an action, not a not a noun. Do we get a message? We've had a couple. Oh. It's your brother. Didn't see about your life. Um, so then my backup bum of the week is Jamie Lynn Spears. Uh, that would be Britney Spears' sister. We all know Britney Spears from the drop I made earlier. Um, Britney Spears is calling <laughs> Elon Musk a secret... Cat killer. Listen, you might be saying clarified. You might be saying, well, maybe she lives next door to Elon Musk, and her cats were getting Elon's pool, and he shot him with a pellet gun. No, that's not why. She's calling him a secret cat killer because apparently his cars are so quiet um, that her cats don't hear them coming down the street and get ran over. She said she didn't. She said she said specifically that. The cats weren't run over by the Teslas. That's not what this story says. Well, then maybe she lied in the one. I don't know. But uh. If you want to call Elon Musk a secret reptile living in a human skin, I would have accepted that. I've He's been all over. Con- been all over conspiracy talk. 
I know what we're talking about. He's an alien. But to call him a cat killer is, is I don't know that that's a, a thing to use him on. He's an alien. We know that. Um, but what about Bill's <laughs> Ashley Simpson has a better voice than Jessica Simpson. <laughs> she lip syncs. I don't know. That's what Ed's. That's what Ed's going to do when he when he starts our uh, TikTok page. Lip sync. No, I might do a dance. You can actually use the. Uh, you can actually use the artist's music at that point. That's fair. <laughs> but yeah, that was my bum of the week. All right. Well, I. We have been through the ringer. This episode, we need sports to come back in the city of Cincinnati in some way, shape, or form in basketball. Reds, do something, please. Good Lord. Give us some news. The best news we had this week was Jim Trestle's nephew. And 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 then and that uh, Luis Castillo got traded, but didn't get traded. Didn't get he, traded. Never got traded. he never got traded. Really, all that brought up was the fact that the Reds front office is, in fact, still alive. So that's and, good. And no, Spanish and American people could coexist. Yeah, the translations. The, the that was my. That? It was so nice though the way that like the, was, the, somebody was like I don't understand it and I, I think it was the guy that like tweeted it out was it like was. oh let me help you out this Friend. is what it says he was so polite pal. Yeah, it was so. Here's what I here's what I got for you. I wanted to be his friend, and I wanted to help each other learn. He's like, I understand. You don't understand my language, so I will help you. He was fluent in our language already, so I couldn't help him any. So I had nothing in in that barter. No, but I I enjoyed the interaction. I loved it. And I don't. That's all I got. All right. So for that, uh, it's been another week. We hope to see you back next week with. Maybe a little more to talk about in some way, shape, or form outside of just filibustering our way through an entire episode. But for Ed and Jeff, I'm Aaron, and we're out. Hit. <laughs>